Go. Oh, shit. Sorry. No, you, you're fine. Okay. You got room? We'll pull out just a little bit. Okay. Might need you to back up just a little bit. Yeah, there we go. Wow. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no problem. What's up, man? Oh, nice meeting you guys. Yes, it's been awesome. Thank you, Carol, for everything. Been cool, man. It's been super cool. Yeah. Can't wait to come back. Oh, I can't wait to yeah, come yeah. back. I'm live again. Might as well tell them come out, man. Come out here. 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 Come Justin Bean. No, Emily. I'm a, I don't Double digging. Why? That's my bit. That's my bit. You know? Of course. We're not out of here quite yet. Okay. Gotta have fun first. We're going to go dip around. Got to talk to some more people. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell what's happening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So many people talk to you, so much good flowers, good vibes. Good we are next, and now we're on the way to see the opening. Ciao. Is it you right now, or is it out and about? Ciao. What's up? Just getting a massage. Oh, yeah, where's that at? Oh, really? <laughs> All right, well, here. How you doing, man? I'm just going to drop this here for him. Just he'll be back. Mendo, dope. T-Dogs, boo. This cool gentleman right there. You want to say hi to the weed nerds? Seven and weed nerds. Let's go, man. Beautiful day out here. Mendo in the Michigan. In the mid. Mendo in the mitten. Thanks, brother. Year round, come check out Mendo Dope hanging out. It's about five. Good times to be had. Such good times. It always goes by so quick. But, but it never stops. We're always on the way. The next place. This lady down here, this fucking booth down here had the coolest fucking shit. Yeah? Yeah, she had like some Indian headdresses and shit. Oh, yeah, she had some of those when we popped by the other day.
have reached your destination. <laughs> Hell yeah. Beautiful day. So you guys weren't fire, you were the blankets. <laughs> we were like two out that right down the couple campsites down last night. Yeah. Didn't even know. I kept telling them, man, that's the spot down there, man. The fucking blankets and shit, lights in the yard. <laughs> Calling us. <laughs> oh, Welcome yeah. to the lair. This is where we've been living at. Down the road. Top of squat, bro. Road life, tour life. Yeah, we can clean off the chair so you can get comfier. So if you're on the table, you want to roll something up, we got too much weed to smoke ourselves. We got a lot of weed to send home with Eagle. I think you'll probably be the one I'd like to say. If you want to take a gift home, we got weed nerd love. Oh, yeah. And we appreciate all the flowers from everyone. We just can't take them all back with us because everyone gives us so damn much these days. So many flavors. So if you want to look at some things right now, let's see what do you want to twist, Eagle? Because you got about 16 different flavors to choose from at the moment. <laughs> Looks like it's going to be a tough choice. And some gummies if anybody's feeling Damn. edibleistic. Somebody just gave me mushrooms. <laughs> I don't doubt that. And then we got one more vinyl. So he said that Laura, the girl that like runs everything with the stuff here, tells everyone what's up. Uh, she really wanted. Eagle gave me some seeds. This guy named Eagle gave you seeds? Yeah, this guy named Eagle. Some kind of like a yeah. skeleton jack? Yeah, thing? yeah. Remember <laughs> that? It's good stuff. It's good, good, strong stuff right there. Super potent, they say. <laughs> well, again, we might as well show the weed nerd some stuff. We got some black bed, blockhead headband. Oh, yeah. This uh, Donnie Burger looks <laughs> pretty fucking good. <laughs> Blackbird, would you like to tag this up too? Donnie Burger. And then we'll find out when we go find her what her how to spell her name so we can tag it to her. Make sure she's taken care of. <laughs> so what's the next plan for you, Eagle? What you got on the books? Something new, more, uh, any, any particular interviews coming up? Man, there's always good ones coming up. I hate to single one out from another, you know. I hear that. Everybody's story, you never know, you know. Some of the best stories I've heard, you know, not, aren't necessarily from... A big person, let's yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, you know, that's a tough call right there, but there's... Things lined up. Yeah, definitely a bunch of... And we got to get our next on. one lined up. Let's pick a date so we can uh, figure out when we want to get up on there and talk some more shit. And of course, uh, as I was like mentioning to you uh, a little bit last night, uh, the weed nerds are really serious about wanting to put together uh, some uh, type of event. We want to have something like this but no vendors just fucking stage of stages and music because there's a fucking lot of really talented weed nerds big hangout session and yeah. we're like trying to sell from, shit from do it's just everyone night. just taking it yeah. connecting and sharing night, just limit your hip-hop community and you're good <laughs> fuck somebody came out here to do a fucking hip-hop song that they asked for yeah 
Yeah, uh, I guess that the, the other 420 movement yesterday was some shit got turned down. Guns got pulled and some kind of wash. That's bad. Yeah, this. It's bad on the community, but it's bad individually, too. That's actually the first I've ever heard of like an event like that having trouble. But still, I think, you know, if it's just a closed kind of weed nerd thing, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a huge event, but something that we can uh, get out there with enough time for people from all over the place to get an opportunity to come. Make it a free event where people can just, they just got to pay to get there. Once they're there, you just come in and it's a big old chill session. Damn, Blab, this pack shits on every pack that I brought. It's got nice ass woods in it. I know. I'm gonna have to go buy a pack from them. <laughs> I get lucky and buy them some more Wesleys, dude. Weed nerd world. Shout out to y'all for uh, all the constant support and representing and uh, backing us up and just keeping the culture going. Y'all keep us super motivated i'll tell you one thing y'all are a big inspiration for us to continue making new music and go around and you know do these shows and travel anywhere that y'all call for us the, yeah. the weed nerd call the caca we're coming so much love you guys we really appreciate everything weed nerds for life oh, yeah. like i was telling you earlier i really really believe that shit's stronger than ever it's a very very powerful thing even weed nerds, uh, they didn't even think they would be weed nerds at some point or now. Some weed nerds. Now there's some weed nerds. <laughs> That's kind of how it goes. Well, hey man, when I was growing my plants, I had this outcome. Yeah, well, if you try this right here, you're an instant weed nerd. Instant weed nerd. That's one of the beautiful things about cannabis right now is, you know, there's people are so free sharing of knowledge and what they're doing you know what i mean there's nobody necessarily trying to uh hoard ideas or you know strategies or grow tactics just to be top of the market they're right. more like yeah this is what i'm doing you should try this have you tried the spray you know what I mean? yeah yeah i mean that shit is real man that shit is real yep you gotta make your way out to our spot, dude. So you can come hang oh, out on the farm and do like a podcast come do your live on the farm, on or even pre-recorded or something. You know, set up camera, record it, and then be able to post it or however we need to do because service sucks up there bad. Yeah. You can't really even go live on the farm we're at right now. Can't even check the internet really. It's a, no you can get some calls in a couple spots. You can find service enough to talk and send text, but going online live at all doesn't happen. But pre-recording something. You should come out, plan to come out for like a live in the garden recording this That'd year. Awesome. See a recording session and do like a whole film podcasting around that and talk to whoever ends up coming out at that time. Because we're going to try to get different artists to come out again, and let alone just us as the band together. Yeah, so. yeah that would be like, fucking perfect. Just make your way out there, dude. And you can come stay. You can stay right on the farm, dude. There's a house on the farm that that no one's even living in right now. Yeah. So, if you find your way to Cali, you got a place to crash and and chill. You got an open one. Yep. 
I didn't even know you smoked backwards. I would have been passing you on before. I smoke anything with cannabis in it, man. Nice ones. And I don't have a paper. This is all we have. So. Or I available. mean, we do have joint papers if you want one. Do instead, you? yeah. We have a pack um, right here. I don't know exactly what kind they are, but they gave us a pack of papers too. That works. Beautiful day, man. You guys got some good weather to come out to Michigan. Yeah, hell yeah. It seemed like it was really nice. Amazing show yesterday for the weed nerds. That shit was yeah. fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That shit was fun, man. It's cool, too, because that was the first time we ever done a show with just, like, just me and Blap together without, like, the other homies being here. At, at least, least at least Trevor and Bleed. For sure, yeah. But it's already been stated. They definitely want to make this thing happen again and, and bring us back out. So we'll, we'll be got ready. a lot of love for Mendo Doe. Hey, we love this door door, man. I think it's... Uh, yeah, it's toasty. It just hasn't got we haven't gotten the word out fast enough i think yet i think there's at both times you guys have been here the hash bash and this it's been like even like the last time it was i had like three days notice i was like what? well i know because no dope's coming hash bash they wanted to keep it a surprise for everyone so we couldn't post about it we're all sitting like damn this is like time wreck came out of this mental dope you know somehow like did this happen i got time, I told you i got like some time wreck growing right now and i got i did eight clones Time in the corner right now? Yeah. Yeah, if y'all don't have those time that I could definitely bring y'all some time wrecks. Do you remember the, the finish on all that? Where you actually kind of yielded off that one point? Uh, I, I don't know for sure. I mean, because I can't picture exactly which one you'd be talking about, which year with the Locos. We grew it a couple years. And which plant? There were several of them. Um, but I don't know if it's maybe one of the ones I was I can picture you're probably thinking of it was at least like probably like a seven seven pounder or something it wasn't like that locomotion is not a heavy flower it's not really dense it's got more of a light feel to it <coughs> so it's not the heaviest producer but it's so fucking dank vanilla is vanilla is retarded and dense and dank but that one has always been a small growing plant Vanilla is always, no matter what, it's, we've never got it to be super big plant. But it, when on the plants that we've got it like at, at its peak, just always, even on small plants, the buds are so fucking dense and nice where you get easy like five pounds off of a way smaller plant that like this huge tree is getting seven pounds, but this tiny vanilla is getting five pounds. It's a trip how much it varies on those flowers, how much difference there are. Are you guys uh? Do you have the mic, uh, the mic stand in the booth this year? Yeah, we're, uh, well, I mean, not yet. We haven't exactly decided which plant it's going to be, you know, since the plants have just been in the ground for like a month or so now. So they're only like nice little bushes. So we got an idea of where we're going to set up, but not which plant is going to be in the booth yet. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of room out there. There's spots that are pretty flat. I'm going to have quite a plant to leave it out there. Something to play on top of, so I'm not making it in my feet. Yeah. Good. Rick it, rock it. Let me stop it. 
September through like latest mid October is when we're recording. So if you start planning and thinking of a time when it works so you can fly out there. That'd be awesome. I out. still don't know how you guys do as much as you do. I'm serious. The rate you guys put out albums and shit and tour, garden, oh, and keep that shit in your head. That's the main thing I don't understand. <laughs> out of the fucking um. Hundred thousand songs. It seems like you guys have. How do you fucking keep that shit to memory? A lot of planning, a lot, a lot of planning, and practicing and practicing, man, and going over and making sure that we hold on to to the shit that we learn. Not to mention anything you do repetitiously sticks. You know, so we try to always make sure that we're in memorization of music that the people are asking for. But I mean, you do a song, there's no way in hell you're gonna remember all of those lyrics for all of that time over all of those years and sometimes we have to go back and re-rehearse the song or something like that but we'll go back and get it like we actually got a couple of older songs we're bringing back into the set we're working out songs that the people hear and it's like whoa what is this and it's like this is from but we wanted to bring it back with the band now that we're a band so it just adds a different flavor to everything that we're doing and then it gives a different appeal to people that are watching us so was there anything in particular that was an inspiration for some of the songs or, you know, part of the That would be a hard one to answer because it's five of us. So everybody has different inspirational things. You know, it's like we come out there, these guys have barked the orders to us about, okay, everything has to be created out here. But we'll kind of like formulate some ideas that'll come from different places, different things. But I mean, for example, uh, they try to take it from us. That came from a situation of realizing Monsanto was buying up a lot of the properties in the Mendocino area. A lot of these fucking chemical companies buying weed grows. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they're trying to take it from us and they're buying all of these real growers out of their property. You know, that kind of shit. And then, uh, there was another one that was from the real group as well. Thank you for the name of the government. And then you got the new one, Stand Your Ground. Basically, same same message, but in the new era with all the new rules, new laws, and new people involved. And it's like, you know, it's, it's going on everywhere. It's not just California anymore. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's a, a very powerful song, too. That's one thing I love about you guys' music. And that's why I asked. It isn't just, there's always a message in every fucking song. There'd be a lesson about cultivation or something in particular that just needs. And it ain't always just about that either. I mean, we got songs like Keeping It Cool, and that's what it's about. Like, you know, Keeping It Cool. We go through the bullshit, but we're still keeping it cool. You know what I'm saying? High life. Live the high life. Don't, don't live the low of the life. Live the high life. Keep everything on a positive vibe, man. You know? You got your camera rolling, so I'm going to say this now. I don't even think we smoke joints, but Eagle gave me this. <laughs> So how come you don't, I mean, it's the same thing, really. It's a thing for me. My mom used to smoke joints, and I used to steal her joints and smoke them, and she would, like, roll up a pack of joints and stick them in a cigarette pack and hide them in her drawers and, like, go in there and slide one out and smoke her joint. <clears throat> and then I got used to, to smoking blunts, and then at the same time I'll smoke the cigarettes. 
So it's like I associate the blunt more so with the replacement of cigarette because I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. And the joints now just have a different taste. But it's not like, like I was telling him, if I'm at the house, I don't have no front to leave and I don't have no backwoods. Everybody gives me papers. So I will roll the joint. It's not like I won't. It's that I would prefer to not roll a paper. And if I do, organic leaves. Something that doesn't have that extra grape with flavor on it, like nasty ass zigzags. <coughs> yeah, I just never really liked the joint paper taste. Uh, I'll tell you what made me stop. Good. A dude passed me a joint that he wrote out of Bible paper. Uh, I was like, I'm not smoking that one. I, mean, I remember doing that a long, long time ago. As you, made kids. A, you, made a, you made a joke out of me, like, like man, this is word of God, we're going to get real high. I was like, you're going to go to hell. And I, that was my last time I remember ever, like, really, like, willfully in a circle, like, smoking a joint. Outside of that, it's the blood city every time. Yeah. Chopping shit with eagle. Chewing spit, chopping shit. Probably nerds. <laughs> Boom. Expose the blabber. <laughs> Shit. So is there anywhere that you haven't been that you'd like to take uh, the guys' message music? Everywhere. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of states, you know, right here that we haven't got to hit still. And besides that, going, like, you know, out of the country, like, I'd love to go everywhere. I hope that we get a chance to. I want to I love traveling and seeing different spots and like being able to go out and play music. That's like, like a dream come true to travel around to all these new spots like out of the country and see places that never even thought about going and being able to play music there would be so fucking sick. The instruction we were given was to overgrow the plane. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta go everywhere. Yeah, there's a lot. We're always like down. We're like if people hit us up, we're down to go anywhere. Yeah. Like if they if they're about their business and come correct and make sure that things are handled, like we'll go anywhere, yeah. No doubt. I hope that we can yeah. I mean there's a lot of places to go. We've only scratched the tiny surface and we keep getting calls to go to Australia. Uh we've been asked to go to Germany, Slovenia now. Uh we gotta go to Slovenia after doing the M's in the air project with the homie Nico, the producer out there. I recently heard with somebody that came back from the UAE that there's weed in the UAE, so I don't know how that's going to work, but we'll see. I know they got a lot of hashish over there. Yeah. So, lots of places to go still. <laughs> Cannabis has definitely blessed a lot of lives, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Very grateful for the plant, you yeah. know what I mean? That just. I say all the time, you know, there's a lot of power in cannabis as a medicine, but I really believe the cultivation side of the things is the more impactful side, you know. People through the, the wanting to grow the plant learn a lot about themselves as, you know, I say as they cultivate the plant, they cultivate themselves more or less as they get into the organic side of things. Exactly, and yeah. And they really relate how cannabis in them, the relationship, moreover, how uh, the microbes in you, it brings us all full circle. I mean, it, it puts you in a perspective that, you know, 
you're you're small in the grand scheme yeah, of things. For sure, no doubt, yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah, the plants is a powerful thing, all around, every aspect of it. It's just a, uh, you know, a, a real, I, I, I would like to see cannabis being used in like a, a rehabilitation thing, because I've seen a lot of people, and my, my, my uh, journey with cannabis is definitely on the medical side, because I've lost so many people through pharmaceutical medicine and whatnot, and I believe cannabis can, like I said, help them wean off of some of their problems in a lot of cases. And just being in the garden is the powerful medicine that helps them deal with anxiety and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I really believe if you can get that, that same person that's going through whatever to get get them growing, you know what I mean, and get their mind on, off of whatever. Yeah. Through that process, they can For sure, yeah. wean off and build a little self-confidence. Yeah. Know? I would say this all the time is there's nothing more stronger than being able the can do of being able to produce your medicine. At the end of it all, yeah. You know, I did this and mm-hmm. I'm being able to heal myself. Yeah. It's strong. It is, yeah. You're healing yourself and your mind the whole time being out in the garden, cultivating it, just enjoying it, and then to be able to finish all the way down to the part where you're smoking it or breaking it down however, eating it. To do that full circle, that full healing is nothing better. I've heard so many stories, and even I can relate myself lately of uh, just seeing that seed sprout. You know what I mean? Just watching a new life. Mm-hmm. Well, what's this one going to be? <laughs> Some, there's something powerful, definitely powerful in this world. Yeah. Fuck yeah. To find me, like I said, I told you guys earlier, man. I don't know what it is, man. Necessarily, you know, the the can't the, the plant itself is amazing, but the camaraderie behind it all is very impressive. I think it has a lot to do with the universal the universal struggle. Everybody has a universal struggle. We all gotta go either from seed or from clone. You have to learn how to transplant. That's a struggle. So it's like when you see somebody else that's going through the same struggle as you have, no matter what the level is, or the difference of the level, indoor, outdoor, uh, hydro, soil, doesn't really matter. The struggle is still the same, no matter what it is. It's just the different levels of different things and different compart- components that go to that struggle. But that's one of the things that make the camaraderie what it is. I understand your struggle and you understand mine because we both do the same thing. So it makes it easier for us to see eye to eye. You're all the way in Michigan. I'm all in Cali, but we both grow weed. You know so it's an easy understanding to, to, to bridge the gap between the two people or a community of people to make it so that people are able to come together more, share information, help, proof of sharing weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I did. I want to share it with you, you know? Um, you got people out here that, that are overhearing conversations that don't grow organic weed and they're next to organic weed growers and they're having conversations about how they can make their weed organic take out you know, the non-organic elements of their growth situations. It's one of those things that's awesome. You know, so just being able to share and learn from one another, it's all community building elements over our pillars. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was nice and toasty. It was. That was the heady OG. Really? Yeah. I'll be fine. 
Just a couple tiny little pieces left. This is the vanilla cream freeze. This was one of the phenos that we, or really in the last room that we had, we only had one plant of that one. So, but in this new room, we got six different phenos. One is like identical to that, and there's a cool variation of step happening with the more lean into the Mendo dope or the Gringo Loco side with the Mendo vanilla, and then some that are more like straight grease monkey style. Nice looking they're, they're frosty for sure. Um, you know how the grease monkey is. It's, it's, well, grease monkey's frosty too, but it's heavy. Exactly, yeah. There's some there that creamy, heavy funk smell to it, and then others that have that nice, that other little lighter fruity blend of the Mendo vanilla. It's like, I'm fucking, I can't wait to taste these new ones. They're only like maybe a week away now. Like we're about to be picking a nice different selection of Pinots. What would you say would be the, the loudest of the loud at Lino? <coughs> the loudest of the loud? Yeah. Oh man, I think uh, there was, I was going to say the Project Power. Oh. That Project Power, some of those, like, have you ever smoked the, the Bob Saget? That one is something crazy about that one. It's got a very unique, different flavor, different turf that's just like very loud, fucking hoeing, ranky, like, that, what's that smell like? It's hard to even describe like, yeah, what that yeah, turp it, is. It is. Because it's not quite cheese, but it's funky like that. It's But it's so like powerful where it like, really penetrates your nostril. Like it's a stingy almost, but it, next time we have some, we gotta, we're going to get you some of those seeds or something. I think that was one of the seeds. Like We didn't have a lot of those seeds on the lineup. Like uh, That plant was a little smaller, so it didn't produce a whole bunch of seeds. So I don't even know. I think that one might be sold out, actually. But like we have a few in the stock, like at the house. But that one might be one we gotta get out to you to try. Besides that, like the heady OG and stuff, and that vanilla cream freeze. And I don't remember what else I gave you. And the, I gave you which one did you get? You got a couple of them, right? Okay. Whatever ones that you got for sure. There's the nice ones in there. But something about that Project Power. That one is just like probably the most powerful like loudest hitting turp out of the lineup that's Which one would so you far. say would be your hasher the hasher is definitely going to be like that vanilla back cross for sure um the heady og and also that project power like some of those phenos are ridiculous well i'm not saying it wouldn't but for the best ones like let's <clears throat> say top three on the lineup that are more hash style ones would definitely be the vanilla back cross would be like one of our top go-to's because vanilla for us like that's one of the reasons we kept vanilla for so long too like not only did we love the flower forever and just love the plant the taste it was so unique and different but once we started like doing hash stuff and like washing it like especially with Mr. Bond like when we first actually got to see what the resin was doing it was like holy shit this thing produces like his space bomb like his space bomb was one of the most uh, fucking dumping ass hash washing strains and as soon as we found out vanilla had that quality of resin too is like oh shit this is even more of a keeper now not only do we love the flowers but this is one that we can break down and get good yield on water hash and stuff you know so that one's in the top the heady og has got that type of crystal that's like that dry sandy like diamond style that's the harder crystal that's more better for washing and that project power is just so frosty covered in resin yeah so much frost so i guess the obvious question is 
you know, we were talking about that. I don't know if they caught it. It was, you know, the Mendo Dope standard of outdoor. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if somebody wanted to grow some Mendo Dope trees, you know what I mean? Which one of the, uh, I know it's probably a trick question. All. Oh, right? <laughs> That's the cool thing about them, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of them will, like you're talking about, like growing like the big style, yeah, like which yeah, one is yeah. going to be the monster. Um, well, so far, like, it's cool this season, like, we're getting to really, like, do patches of, like, these new phenos, like, because we haven't got to see a whole bunch of, like, pheno selection from the new lineup. So this year, like, we have a patch of, like, there's, like, 20 Project Powers to look at, another, like, 20 Vanilla Cream Freesias, <coughs> 20 of the Hedy OGs, like, a 20-pack of the Vanilla Backcross. So now, like, we're going to really get to see a big widespread of all these different plants of which one's going to really be like the most vigorous um but right now it's looking like the the project power and the vanilla cream freeze are like growing beastie right now so far since they've been planted like they're on fire those ones are definitely going to be some monster trees along with the mendo dope back cross of course like the mendo dope when we first made that that was a really <clears throat> dedicated to like an outdoor style plant you know really outdoor friendly of our style of where we were it was like perfect to grow big so that one's going to be a monster one for sure but um, this year is going to be cool to be able to see really a wide span of how which one is going to be the top dog like which one grows the most vigorous now you've even kind of held me back in a little bit of a way on wanting to go outdoors I mean, <laughs> indoors, but I've been on on point of saying, you know, I don't want to go outdoors until I can actually grow me a bendo. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to even fuck around with something that I can grow indoors. I can grow a five footer indoors. I want something I can fucking double fucking fence around, fucking tall as I can fucking get it completely out myself as a fucking <laughs> cannabis grower. You know what I mean? A lot of that has to do with that sunlight, man, and then that super soil recipe that super soil together and then the other thing that a lot of people fail with is how they feed their plants you know you got the salt of the earth guys you got the, the island bee compost guys and then you got the guys that use a lot of that top dress which is in, in, as far as feeding is good for the plants as well so it's like you know how what you put together with your super soil recipe and then your feeding regimen are all going to contribute to robustness of that plant, how high it's going to go, how thick it's going to get, and then your plant training is going to determine your, your, your girth. But even regardless of like plant size, like for you to just like grow a smaller plant outside is super cool just to do a, a miniature version of it, even if it's just a nice little one that's got <laughs> a, a one cage, you know, <laughs> but just to be able to grow, like, it's just different, you know, being able to grow sun-grown. It's got a different, uh, a different, different profile than you get, like, growing the same pheno inside to outside, you know, whatever you have in your stable that you've been growing inside, or you're always kind of cycling through stuff, or you have, like, keeper mothers that you always keep. Yeah, more perpetual indoors. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you just need to just, even if it's a small plant, just, just to do it, get the ball rolling. I mean, shit, when we first did our, you know, first couple plants outside, like, they were small-ass little plants. Started off small and gradually, like, figuring out what to do and getting it bigger and bigger and then trying to go and go. And so, even if you don't jump out and get a monster tree first time, 
Still, gotta do it, man. With that first door, I went to that what, 60 gallon to 80 gallon pots out there. And which one was that? At the, the Ravens. That one, well, that one was 200 gallon pots and 400 gallon pots. Yeah, and I remember when you guys pulled out that 600 gallon pot, and I was there the day you guys pulled that 1,000 gallon pot. Yeah, that was. One that was a big drop. That was nuts. 1,000 gallon is crazy. <laughs> So I heard you kind of mention, you know, it has a lot to do, uh, you know, feeding the plants and organics and stuff. Another thing you said, too, we kind of talked about earlier about the, you know, more free-flowing of knowledge these days. You know, I can think back to 10 years ago, there was, you know, the no-till organics, and there was a, a fine line there, you know what I mean? There was, people would... It, fight almost like that about religion and politics, no-till <laughs> organic, and at some point, you know, that that just kind of fell apart, and, you know, everybody's like, you know what, we're on the same fucking team, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's work together and, like, really push the whole soil thing together, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and that's been awesome to mm-hmm. see the just the whole organic thing progressed. It has, yeah, it's progressed so much. Like, it's crazy how much you can dive into it. And like, even for us, like how much shit we know and get into, there's still like so much stuff that we're just like, damn, just scratching the surface on. Like, like we're saying with the KNF things, like we haven't, we've looked into it, but we've never tried it yet. But there's so much things to do and get into it. It's so cool that that's what makes it nice about growing and doing organics. Like you can just always keep learning and just like figuring out more in-depth stuff about the soil and what else to incorporate and use it's just like a never-ending process of just like oh yep can't wait for next season because now i'm going to do this or i figured out this trick so now pick off are you decent yeah halfway decent what's up man (laughs) but it's came a long way and we've like over the time of people reaching out and hitting us up about growing and organic oh, stuff, it's like, first people have, like for changed the boys, the, man. totally changed the way they grow. After like seeing different videos that we've done, they're like, man, I just like it totally opened my mind about it and how to do this style. It made so much sense. And even on the last this grow class that we just did, you know, just this other past weekend, like there is one dude in the class who's been growing uh, for a while, and it was more bottle nutrient style and salts and things. He was like, I just wanted to come out and kind of see how you guys were doing it and like get a feel that I want to transition I want to do more like your guys' style and the way he got to come out there on the grounds and hands on and do this stuff it was like totally instant after the classes I can't wait to go home and just transform everything and start switching it up and doing it this style like it's badass like every day there's people switching and changing and getting more into it so it's good it's great for the planet for the plant too for everything Right on. Is there anybody you think that's like kind of in very influential right now as far as like pushing organics and stuff? Uh, I mean, <coughs> out there that are like pushing it hard. Uh, I mean, I know there's a lot of farmers up there that are doing all kind of cool stuff. Like definitely like Happy Day Farms. Um, those cats are are always killing it on the super organic side and like teaching people and doing that whole um, circle of like uh, regenerative farming and everything. Uh, Brown guy, 420, he's always been a fucking, a legit dude who's smart as hell, put out a lot of game for people. I don't know how much he's been doing online recently. I haven't talked to him in a bit. Uh, I talked to him about a year ago. Yeah. On the show, and I, 
I don't see him much online now. For but sure. What he's got going there, I mean, what do you want to do? Innovate seriously in cannabis, or do you want to be online? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yep. And what he's doing is way more respectful than you know, kind of hanging out. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Like I got mad respect for him, and he's like he's a big inspiration for us to getting into more organic and no-till. And of course, our brother Minnesota Nice, but he's not online at all. You know, he doesn't get online. He's he's kind of blacked out from that stuff in the spot that he's at he's trying to keep it more secret and doesn't he's not a same like kind of super social dude you know like he's hella cool cat but he likes to keep it low but he's like one he he planted the no-till seed in our brain the the one that really took off for us that was like holy shit it like clicked and it was like we need to start doing this we need to get into this this is badass like the way he broke it down and explained it it made so much sense to us sometimes the way certain people teach things and no-till and like organics like they can get so deep where it gets confusing when it's like you got to just make it more simple and break it down into a way that you can understand it and then it's like oh for sure okay for a lot oh. of new growers daunting like that's too much i'm not doing that yeah even i mean shit even talking to people about cover crops sometimes they're like huh it just goes over their head where it's like <laughs> <laughs> but i mean once you start to get into it like i was saying you just it's a constantly learning every grow you get to learn more and, and so much knowledge out there and that's what we try to always put stuff out there and every year we're trying to drop new things to show people different tricks that we do and just kind of keep on elevating it and i know there's a lot of other people that do awesome organic stuff it's just it's not popping in my head right now but there's a i'm stoked to see everyone getting into it more
see it on a t-shirt, you know what I mean? We're back to the commercials that we see on TV. Ask your doctor if this drink's right for you. That's one of the, <laughs> I agree, but that's one of the reasons why you know you mess with farmers that you know. You know what their process is, you know? Uh, and, 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 I mean, that's another reason why the organic farming is so important. Those things right there. You know, somebody use something to building their grow and later on you're on one of them commercials like yeah that's me i'm having that problem you know? so, it's one of those things well, uh, one of the things i've, I've kind of learned too is through the the organics side of things is you know we are a lot a lot of your plants in a lot of ways you know we we, we grow up the same nutrients we have the same fucking microbes in our guts deciding how things go down and shit. So I can't understand why, you know, we don't approach our health a lot like we do our plants, you know what I mean? Look at ourselves and go, wow, you're deficient on this, this, and this. It's a knowledge you know? thing. It's a knowledge thing. We're not, we're humans. So we're kind of like programmed, and I don't mean like somebody's plugging a computer on that, but we get memory programming on how we do things. It's like telling somebody today, and I mean, I know this is a huge discussion. It's like telling somebody today the argument about meat eaters versus vegans, which is healthy, which is not healthy. I've eaten meat my whole life, whatever. Look at your teeth, are you supposed to eat meat? You know, people have all kinds of different arguments, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to that. Like, I can't make vegetables taste good, eat vegetarian, it's like, well, you need to try this. So even those kind of arguments are the same, the same basis. You know? Different ways of approaching it, but the exact same thing. Oh, I do. Always do. I'm tripping, 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 tripping on it. T Dog's back there being so, so cool. Cracking. T Doggy. T Doggy. I just aired dropped just in my saw that. Thank you, my brother. Nice little ride to get there. Yeah, it's been chill, man. It's so I think I asked you on this off camera, but where's uh, you guys' next stop now that you guys don't have a relentless schedule? <laughs> well, at the moment, <laughs> we got a small break in between with Bleasy having his baby. So. Congratulations, Bleasy. What's the latest word? Yeah. What's up? What's the latest word? He's going in tomorrow. Yeah. So, oh, it's going dead. Just let it ride till it dies, I guess. Yep. <laughs> so we're taking a little break from like doing like full band shows for a little bit, give them some time chilling. Uh, so will you be at the hospital? I'll go and visit for sure. Okay. I mean, we can only go in oh, right. little bit. So yeah, it's right. still in their lame rules, but uh, be safe. No, it's not so, besides taking a little break with the band for a little bit like the next actual band show I think that gets locked in we're going to be going out to Oregon again in October um, for a dope ass harvest uh, concert out there right? yep I want to go with that what what, what uh, I gotta check the date again it's late October 20th or something or... I've, I've asked for sure yeah and actually they said Marlon Asher is going to be performing at this nice. one too so that's going to be badass yeah, I know Marlon because I stuff for uh Rolling M blazing the uh, Town, uh yeah. invitational. I was supposed to go to Spanibus. Yeah. And then with the pandemic. For sure, yeah. Um, yeah, so Oregon, October. 
and then uh, Florida Cannabis Festival will be back there in November again. And there's a handful of things that are getting talked about, but nothing like locked in right now. So it's gonna, it's cool, it's nice because it'll get easy a chance to chill with the baby, give me some time to start working on some more writing too, you know, because we're working on the next album and for Planters of the Trees too. <laughs> we aren't writing for the next album, man. This project is going to be so cool too, like we got uh, big plans for this, we already got a lot of stuff in the works, like beats kind of premeditated and ideas and a couple people already locked in like artist wise of sending over vocals and getting things together so Planters of the Trees next year it's going to be coming out so that's a 10 year anniversary from the Planters Volume 1 which is trippy thinking about, it's like holy shit. In ten years coming up on since the raids, if that album drops, travels. Yeah, it travels fast. So it's like we've been talking about doing a Planters Volume Two for a while, and we kept having other projects pop up and that we wanted to do. And so we're like, man, we might as well wait and shoot to do it for a ten-year anniversary. Kind of perfect timing and making a big one too. More a lot of reggae hip hop mixture going on. Like double you. disc, like super chill by like. It's going to be that's sick. that's what you guys do, you explore. <laughs> yep. We're going deep on it, on this one. So, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever told you this story, but I'm, I'm going to tell you now. I've told, I told some this story, uh, just to let you know how random and how many weed nerds there are out there, I think. Uh, so, it's... Yeah. It was back when, you know, someone was having a little bit of a hard time there, and I wanted, you know, it just happened to be In how fate plays out, right? Yep. So, I had to do, Thanks for the shirt. right down state, and have to pick up a vehicle, and so I'm kind of trailing the vehicle, or the vehicle's now trailing me that uh, I'm taking back home, uh-huh. and I'm in my truck, and I'm older truck so my phone necessarily didn't hook up to it at the time so I'm using a uh, one of the FM transmitters basically uh-huh. so I stopped in big gas and I uh, head out to the highway and as I pull out uh, looking of course Mendo Dope's playing weed nerd <laughs> and I, I fucking get out and I get on the highway and I head on down the road and I'm rocking it out and uh, happens to recycle a little bit further down the road about a half hour 45 minutes and I'm again rocking the fucking weed nerd out and I happen I'm literally like bouncing and I fucking happen to notice the car in front of me is bobbing and like I am, same hand fucking gestures, and I'm like, what are the fucking odds? You know what I mean? That uh, they're picking up my shit and that's a weed nerd in front of me, right? Uh huh. And I, I'm like, I so I kind of dismiss the fact, right? But even though I'm, I'm still, we're we're almost beat for beat. <laughs> So we get, I get back up north, and uh, I fucking talk to the person that's following me up, and they're like, you know, I can hear your music 
through my radio for fucking two miles the way I can get on the highway. So I'm a hundred percent. He was walking to the, the fucking weaver in front of me. That's so so there we you know, and it, what are the odds? Yeah. You know what I mean? It comes bleeding through your radio and you just go, Oh, that's a good tune. No, right. here's a fucking weed nerd. Like, oh, they, yeah. shit. they knew uh. it word for word, yeah. And I got home, I told Sub, and I'm like, man, sometimes you wonder the impact that you guys have, you know what I mean? How, you know, I said, but we're fucking everywhere, man. The fucking, I had a weed nerd in front of me on the highway. And yeah. Shit, you know what I mean? We're it's, out there. We're fucking strong and no Strong, dude. Yep. It's, it's such a trip. It's so cool hearing stories like that. So random, and somehow it's like, yep, boom, another weed nerd right there just happened to be jamming. <laughs> he was getting down too. Come on, we let's all get down. <laughs> I was so happy that that we got to we got the chance to do that and like record those songs and like the whole the whole experience of like going to the big studio with Sub and Jill and Frenchie and TC and like all of us in there in the studio together and like just recording the song. Come out, what are you guys thinking? Oh, it sounds so cool mixing it all right let's get to recording the next song because i think it was i'm pretty sure if i remember right we recorded like all the songs in like one session like we recorded like pre-recorded some of them at our house at our home studio and we show something like what do you think about this one and he's like oh i'm fucking loving it all right we'll, we'll get out this idea and he would be like throwing out his ideas like for like vortex he's like i want you guys to do something like like parliament funkadelic kind of feel or something trippy so he showed us one of the songs it was <clears throat> maggot brain is the song is they listen to this song and kind of you know just i don't know some kind of this vibe and that's what started the whole thing when we get johnny to do the big epic intro with the guitar and it's just so epic to be able to have that memory with us and be able to have gone through that and have like at that time of everything going so good everyone together it was just so so big and like you know like at the time we never even expected how big of an impact that would make like the weed nerd song in general like how big it would get and like how it became what it is and like how everybody knows it and it's like a such a cool staple song in the culture that's like just a, a imprint in time you know of, of the good memories of like just dope shit and like i remember when uh guys first kind of started coming into him like the whole ganja farmer he was the oh ganja, yeah ganja farmer. it's so classic <laughs> <laughs> oh man it was so funny when we would get such a kick out of watching the weed nerd episodes like oh those beginning days when he was like dropping our music in there you know before we even got like friends with him when we first gave him a cd of 70s 